earthly treasures. You know, it's um, very easy to be uh, drawn away from our true purpose in life. You know, it's very easy to be drawn away with things of this world. And um, that will be the topic of today's video, of today's episode. We are going to be discussing earthly treasures, you know, and um, how easy it is to to fall into that cycle, right? How easy it is to fall into chasing those things. And so I got my Bible with me here. But before I begin, I do want to make it a, um, you know, a, I want to pray before I begin. I want to make it a habit to do this because I, just, I, I want to be driven by God before I speak and do these things and um, these episodes because that is a true purpose here. I want to bring all glory to Him. So I want to go ahead and pray before we begin this video. But uh, yes, if you want to pray with me, pray with me. Um, dear Heavenly Father, I want to come to you in this prayer and say thank you. Um, thank you for using me. Thank you for allowing all these people to stumble on these videos and be blessed. Um, it means the world to me that um, they are just truly blessed by this. And I, I, all glory to you. I want to bring all glory to you. Nothing of me, Father. I pray that this video reaches someone who needs to hear it because um, it's very easy to be drawn into the things of the world and be distracted by that. And so, Lord, I pray that you use me tonight and allow me to reach someone with this message. Uh, I ask you all this in your son's precious name. I pray. Amen. Okay, so earthly treasures, right? You know, with a very materialistic society billboards flashed all across the you know television screens and you know even in our daily you know out walking around we see billboards of you know fancy stuff being flashed off stores and malls and you know it's it's no secret that um materialism in this world is a very very popular thing and it's a very um sought after thing right um but, uh, you know, the Bible has a lot to say, actually, about earthly treasures and, um, you know, where we should put all that energy into, uh, you know, seeking. We all know the famous Bible verse in the book of um, Matthew chapter 6, which is where we're going to be studying in today. We're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 6, um, mainly verse starting at verse 19. And we're going to go, you know, all the way through. Um, but... Um, it's very easy to get distracted in this world, right? Before we begin, I do want to tell you guys a little bit about me. You know, I was, uh, I, I'm I'm not, you know, uh, someone who was not immune to this because I, I myself used to seek after earthly treasures, right? Um, for those of you, you probably don't know, I mean, I, I shared my testimony, but my channel got, all the videos got deleted. But, um, so I forgot to share it with you guys again. You know, um, before I started seeking God, or right around when I started seeking God, and even on until after, I kept coming back to it, but I was really into music. And, um, you know, it's one of them things where it, when you when you surround yourself with that, I'm not saying that you can't find good Christian music, because you can. All right, you can find good Christian music. But I would uh, surround myself with music that really wasn't good Christian-like music. And... You know, it, it falls in line with, you know, the gospel filter. In Philippians 4.8, it says, 
whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are just, are holy, are pure, there be any praise, there be any virtue, or of good report, think of these things, right? So basically it, it, it gives you, you know, a little uh, step system to follow to say, hey, should I really be doing this or not, right? It, it, it guides you through it. So I um, was listening to things that really wasn't along this gospel filter, right? And uh, when I became, you know, started doing music and I started getting, you know, recognition uh, from a lot of people, I um, began to come to a point in my life where eventually I would question, you know, is this my purpose? Is this something that I'm doing that's beneficial? For, you know, w what can I do that's more beneficial than this music stuff? And don't get me wrong. Music is cool. Music is, you know, it, it, it can lead people to God for sure. But um, I soon found myself pondering at the idea of thinking, man, is this something that um, I should be doing? Like I felt God just calling out my heart, telling me, hey, you know, you've got a bigger purpose than this. And so here we are with the ministry stuff. Um, but yes, it's very easy to get distracted and drawn up in that lifestyle, especially if you look at people that you admire and you um, look to as role models or people that you just you, you like to follow and you kind of wish and think, man, why can't I be in their position? Right. It's very easy to get drawn up in that. And with the way the world is today, we are so um, privileged, so spoiled, you know, America, we are so, so privileged. And, you know, I remember seeing this video of these uh, little children. I believe it was in the Philippines, right? These little children in the Philippines. And it, it just crazy me because these little children in the Philippines got these Bibles, right? And they were living in this village and this house. was They were living like in a, a wooden cabin, right? And um, made out of like bamboo sticks and stuff like that. But these children were in China, and they received like a donation of Bibles. And let me tell you, these ki these kids got so excited, ran up, and just shed tears of happiness from the Bibles they received, holding these and hugging, hugging and holding these Bibles, you know, being so thankful for it. You know that 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 really you know struck me. It's like, man, how many of us in America just leave our Bibles? on shelves just leave it sitting there right just collecting dust it's very very common very common we do that um a lot uh and so you know it makes you realize like how privileged we are we have so many distractions so many distractions in this world and when it comes to materialism it's something that can very easily uh keep you distant from god distraction right uh, whether that's video games or expensive TVs and stuff like that. It, it, it can happen with anything. I'm not trying to like single anything out here, but, you know, it's very easy to um, be distracted and chase after something that uh, will make us rich, right? Or rich things that we long to possess. But the Bible tells us some information. I want to go ahead and uh, begin reading here, okay? Um, if you have your Bibles, if you have one, pause this video and we can um, go through this together. But we are going to be starting at Matthew chapter 6 verse 19. All right. And this whole this whole um, sequence here is speaking about laying up your treasures in heaven. Right. Seeking after things of God. Right. So let's let's go to begin for this. 
Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, it says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where nor thieves, uh, where neither their moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So let's pause for a second, right? Tells us here, he says, uh, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So he's telling us right here a distinction between if you lay up on treasures in earth, where all these things can, you know, corruptible, can get to it and destroy it. He says, if you lay your heart, if you lay your treasures on earth, that's where your heart will be. And the Bible gave us a very specific verse. It says, do not love the world neither the things of the world, right? And this is exactly why Christ mentioned this, is because things of the world are very distracting. Things of the world are very um, simple, <laughs> all right? And uh, he says, for where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. So as Christians, right, he's giving us a guideline here. He says, hey, lay up your treasures in heaven, right? Lay up your treasures in heaven. So, it's it's very easy, like I mentioned, very easy to um, be distracted by the thought of these earthly things, and we look at them with such value. But um, one thing I keep in mind is um, I can't remember which book it is. Um, so if you if you know the verse, comment down below. Um, I like how you guys do that; it helps me out and it helps others out as well. But it says, um, "No eye has." Seen. I think it's Corinthians. I could be wrong. I can't remember, but it says, "No eye has seen, no ear has heard." The things which God has prepared for those that love him. So it, just by him saying that, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, right? Our minds are going to be blown, blown by what we will see in heaven. And I promise you, the moment we get there, our very first thought is going to be, man, I cannot believe that I almost missed this. I cannot believe I almost missed this. So... He says, where you lay your, your treasures, that's where your heart is. So it's very easy to do lay up your treasures on earth, but that also goes along with, you know, when he talks about that the road is narrow and only few will find it, right? So when you go down this narrow road and you lay your treasures in heaven, the type of excitement and the type of joy that we are going to receive, these earthly treasures won't even stack up to that. Won't even amount to it. We're going to be walking on streets of gold, right? The value of that is way more than what any value of earthly possession can even contain. And so lay your treasures up in heaven, as Scripture says. Because like I said, man, we're, we're going to get to a point to where eventually, you know, on that deathbed, when when you when when death when life really hits you and and you're staring at the foot of the foot of death, and you know your next conscious thought is that judgment seat, you're gonna rethink everything. Everything that you've done, you're gonna think, man, was all this worth it? Because I promise you, no amount of money, no amount of of uh, earthly possession, materialism, you know, change, jewelries, cars, none of that stuff is is important. None of it matters. And it's very easy as as people where we live in a society where of social standards where people want to be flashy, people want to be you know look good, look a certain way for certain people. But you know it's it's all about you know us 
being selfish. As humans, man, we are naturally driven to be selfish creatures. And it takes a complete reprogramming of our mind to really, you know, repent and seek God. And, um, yes, so lay up your treasures in heaven because none of these things on earth is worth it. None of these things on earth are worth it. But let's go ahead and continue, man. Let's go ahead and continue. We just finished verse 21, okay? So we are now on verse 22. It says, um, the lamp of the body. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So let's talk about this. It says here, right, the lamp of the body is the eye. So what you see through your eyes is going to dictate how your whole body reacts, how your mind reacts, right? Because the mind in and of itself is a very avenue in which God communicates with the believer, okay? So if your eye is bad, it says, your whole body will be full of darkness. And this is exactly what I was saying earlier. It goes along with the gospel filter, right? It goes along with the gospel filter. And this in and of itself correlates back to laying up, uh, laying down earthly treasures and picking up heavenly treasures. Because when you're picking up heavenly treasures, your eye is full of light, and that is good, right? But if your eye is full of darkness, if you're going around watching certain things, right? Uh, if you're going around listening to certain music, if you're going around doing certain actions that portray that your mind is full of darkness, then your life is going to be darkness, right? Your life is going to be darkness. And that's one thing that I feel uh, a lot of people don't take serious. A lot, a lot of Christians don't take serious, you know, and that's the reason we don't realize it at first. That is the reason why so many people are kind of backsliding that's why so many people are uh stuck in a um you know a uh, state of pause on their walk with god because if if we constantly surround ourselves with things of of darkness then we're not gonna light isn't going to break in even though that light is more powerful than darkness if you're surrounding it in in more in quantity then we don't have a chance Right? And this is exactly why he mentions, uh, for you cannot serve two masters. Either you will love one, you will hate the other, or you will hold to one and despise the other. Right? You cannot drink from the cup of the Lord and eat at the table of devils at the same time. Verse 24 says, you cannot serve God in riches. No one can serve two masters. Just exactly what I was saying right here. <laughs> That's crazy. I forgot what verse it was, and it just popped up. It says here, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon here is is it's like talking about money, right? Uh, but it says you cannot serve God and money. So once again, it's focusing on this earthly treasure thing because having money isn't isn't a sin, right? It's the love of money that's a sin because. And fun fact, you know how it says it's harder for a rich man to pass through the eye of the needle. And it is for, for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go to heaven. This isn't like an actual needle that you would think of. Like, I got one with me, but it's not an actual needle. Uh, the eye of the needle was actually a gate in Jerusalem where uh, it says camels were unable to fit through that because of the fact that the gate was so low and camels would have to get on their knees and crawl. Right? And that was that was 
basically a correlation there is analogy. He was saying it's going to be that hard for a rich man to go to heaven because he is so drawn by the money. He is so drawn by the love of money. And that's the thing. Money in and of itself changes people because it's such a powerful thing. This whole world is ruled by currency. It's ruled by currency. So you cannot serve God and serve money as well because money in and of itself will keep you disconnected from God because you have a very large amount of power in your hands, right? Like I said, being rich is not a sin. Being rich is not a sin. But the love of money is what the sin is. And um, that's a, a very serious thing because, I mean, everybody knows when you have money, you have power too. So, But uh, let's continue. Verse 25, it says, Do not worry. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. You know, I always found this verse so uh, so amazing. You know, and it makes complete sense because the birds of the air, God provides food for them. I mean, think about that. So why should you worry, right? And I always think about this. You know, like when I start to panic over something, you know, right now I'm going through a, a financial situation, right? And it's, and it's um, stressing me out. But then I think about that, like, man, hey, he feeds the birds of the air, so how much more will he provide for me, right? He says, don't worry about your life. Don't worry about your body, what you will put on. I will be there for you. I will provide for you. As Scripture just says here, and this verse is one of my favorite verses because of the fact that it's that big worry factor, right? As humans, we're so easy to worry. so It's so so easy to do, but he feeds the birds of the air. He makes sure that, he makes sure that they have food to eat. How much more do you think will take care of us? Right? How much more? Um, let's keep t- continue though. It says, uh, verse twenty six um, feeds them. Are you not more value than they? Like I was just saying, are you more valuable than? They? Are you not more valuable than they are? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about your clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. This is beautiful. Oh, you of little faith. Friends, This is all, it all correlates together. Lay up your treasures in heaven. Rely on God here, and this this is where my my next one of my next favorite verses here, um, thirty three right. But we're starting at verse thirty one. It says, "Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? How, how easy is it to do that? How easy to think, man? How am I going to pay this bill? How how, how am I going to feed my family? What am I going to wear? Right? I mean, I I like to bum it a little bit, but what am I going to wear? Um." It's very easy to stress about something like this, right? Very easy to stress. What shall we wear? 32, for after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. He already knows. He's saying, he said, hey, stop worrying. That's what he's telling us. Stop worrying here. Verse 33, and this is my favorite verse right here, one of them. It says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. 
added unto you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Friends, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I'm sure many of you watching this video have had a financial miracle that you needed to happen. God provided. I'm sure all of you watching this video who or some of you who are out of food and you needed food and God provided. I'm sure there are some of you watching this video who were about to lose their home and God provided. Friends, it's very easy to worry. It's very easy to lose, you know, our purpose in life and very easy to get distracted by earthly treasures and earthly things. And, you know, I think the very fact that we look at all these things and we think that we have to have, you know, these very materialistic things, it just causes more stress and more worry. But as we just discussed in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 34, beautiful segment, what are you worrying for? Really think about it. The Lord's in control. He, he provides every time. And this is a testament to me as well. I was worrying. I've been worrying the last couple of days because it's something I'm going through. And this is just reassurance for me. I didn't even... God is so good. I didn't even plan to even do this chapter at night. And just the Lord just put it on my heart to do it. So he's speaking to me as well. Don't worry. Seek Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto us, my friends. It's, it's, there's nothing more important than the kingdom of God. And it's very easy to get distracted by these things, right? Very easy. And so I just wanna, want to uh, present this to you. Do not worry, right? It's very easy to do so. And um, he feeds the fowls of the air. He's going to take care of you, right? So I hope this message... <sighs> Um, help somebody tonight because it certainly helped me. Certainly helped me. Um, I want to say thank you guys for watching this episode. Um, thank you guys for all the support. Those of you who become patrons, um, it goes a long way. I know God will provide and seek first the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God. Lay up your treasures in heaven because think about it, friends. Whenever we die, we bow. Everyone goes into a grave and they can't take it with them. Everyone goes into a grave, and we cannot take it with us. So don't forget that. But uh, I love you guys. God bless you. And I will see you next episode. God bless. God is good.